up? Yo. Welcome back, Hollow Cult. We are back. Did you miss us? Is the killing question. the game. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so am I. The I'm chat has already derailed. One yeah, it doesn't take long. 15 seconds in and the chat is off. Just doing its own thing. Doing, doing what it does best. But we are back. Took a little break last week. Just kind of... Kyle fucking traveled, traversed the entire country, and I did. I was sick forever, so it worked out pretty awesome. well. We timed it pretty well. Yeah, it was uh, the vac- vacation was cool. Uh, I got to see a lot of things that I've wanted to see for a long time. You know, uh, Sedona was beautiful. That uh, the rocks there—that's one of the pictures I sent you, Steve. Yeah, where you said awesome. it looked like a painting. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous there. Uh, Long drive though. Holy shit, was that a long drive? Twenty-one hours. Whew. Long time. That's way out there. Yeah, but we we cut it up into two twelves, which wasn't terrible, but back to back twelves is not the funnest. Car time. Yeah, I but mean, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Got to visit Stardust Ranch, which was pretty you, wild. Did you break in? No, no, I didn't. Uh I would have liked to grab the letters off the sign there, though, because that just would have been icing on the cake. That would, uh, have, been, that would have tracked wonderfully for Paul's guy, Paul's cold. Yeah, and then, uh, what was it? Oh, we went to some, my wife was telling me that it's some, like, little ghost town, but it's touristy, you know, and I'm like, all right, whatever, we can we can go there. So we go, and I see this lame ass <laughs> zip line that's there like it, it, was, it was so bad it, it looked like it was like 30 feet long it was, it was like a mini dragon's wing only it just goes straight that's that's tight right but it was called like a superstition zip line or something like that and i was like wait a minute so i got in my sounds like a fucking suspicious zip line to me yeah so i got into my uh little google map thing and i typed in superstition mountains and i was right there i had no idea that i was right there by the superstition mountains and if i remember correctly on my first skinwalker episode the do you remember the story where the guy was out there looking for the lost gold and he found a coin he found a coin yeah 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 that was there at the superstition mountains i believe Oh, damn. Hell yeah. Thanks, Kenneth. Thank you, brother. It's much appreciated. Oh, man. But it was cool. You know, like I said, got to see a lot of things that I've been wanting to see for a long, long time. We were wanting to to stop by Roswell on the way back, but we were just so beat. That's we we're just like, let's just, let's just go straight home, especially with the kiddos and everything and we're like, let's just let's just try to turn and burn and get home. Yeah, um, but, don't blame me there. That's a long drive. Yeah. Period. Right. Let alone with a couple of little kids. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, congratulations to my sister and her husband. They got married. It was a beautiful wedding. Hell yeah. Uh, gorgeous day. You know, it was a lot chillier out there than I expected it to be. But it ended up being gorgeous on their wedding day, which was you know super important. 
And then we ended up calling it a night early and getting up the next morning and taking off. Rolling. Yeah. I've never been out to Arizona. I've been to Colorado. Uh, Went out to Wyoming, saw Devil's Tower, but never been down that way, Arizona way. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's definitely something worth seeing. And easy drive. Easy, easy drive. I see a lot of Lost Dutchman uh, comments. I tried to go get him to go find the mine. That was the first thing I said. Oh, man. I said, find that some bitch. Let's get rich. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been awesome, to say the least, though. Uh, I saw that we have Brother John in the chat. Brother John. I like that. Brother John. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's up to you, John, if you're hearing this. I could share your story or not but i want your permission first because he sent me some pretty wild text messages the other day oh hell yeah yeah they're pretty wild no pressure john but say yes i didn't intend on calling you on person but (laughs) here we are here we are oh man he's he's thinking about it he's probably texting you right now like probably just shut up (laughs) Uh, we drove straight through Albuquerque Autumn. I heard all the everybody warned me about it, but it was easy peasy. I was more I was more worried about driving through St. Louis than I was was Albuquerque. Yeah, that's oh. Now we got the Permission green light from John. Got the green Permission light from John. Let's go. I'm Let me see if I can dig this up real quick. Got like a million and one text messages on here. Uh, come out to Utah. I'd love to go back out west. It's been a hot minute. We went, like I said, we went to the Badlands in uh, Wyoming a while ago. 2017, I think. 2016, I can't remember. It's been a little bit, but I like like heading out that way. It's cool, man. I Beautiful it's, out there. It really is. And for someone who's never seen that stuff, like it, it's, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah, that's awesome. Twiz, what up? That's our dude. All of you are our peeps. But, uh, oh, yeah, Strange Road Boys is in here. Hey, what's up, what guys? Up, what up? Or one of you, whichever, whichever that one is. But, <laughs> uh, so here we go with John. So John texted me the other day. And he was telling me about how he was taking his youngest back to drop him off with his mom. And they were listening to, I assume our podcast, he just says the podcast. And he's like, so I thought, you know, why not ask him if he he had seen or heard anything weird. And his boy's about 11 and he started to go on about what he was calling uh, shadow figures. So him and John sat there and talked about that for a little bit. And what do you say here? He decided since he could make out faces, they were more like ghosts or other entities. Apparently a little girl talks to him and she whispers in his ear or so he, you know, he thinks. And then he also brought up, about how he sees a guy in a top hat. 
So he, I guess he put the, the Hatman episode on so his boy could hear it. And so they get to talking about that. And his boy was like, it's a dude in a top hat and he wears dress clothes. He doesn't have the, the cloak on or anything like that or the, or the cape or whatever, you know. Um, but it's definitely a dude in a top hat in dress clothes. And then John's like, all right, so here's, here's the part where I get hit with a massive left hook. He says, uh, this is what his boy says to him. Dad, I haven't told anyone this, but when I was five, I swear I was visited by a mouse, like Mickey Mouse. He was tall, and I wouldn't speak to him. And John's like, dude, my soul left my body. Because if I am reading this right, John had the exact same encounter when he was five. Fuck that. And he's like, I've never told my kids this shit at all, period, the end. And I'm like, man, the implications of that are shitty. It's the Andrew family haunting. It, it, it makes me think the of same, the same entity rise up through the floor. Yeah. And the, the Mickey Mouse is... <laughs> clearly like screen memory bro that's where i'm at and then even more so that he describes him as tall he's like he's it was a tall mickey mouse like that that's just terrifying that's to gross. begin with right it's gross and then it also reminds me of uh one of my alien encounter stories that i did where the two boys saw the gray in their living room and it was making them laugh even though they were petrified on the inside and it was trying to come closer to them and stuff, but they weren't trying to have it. I don't know, man. It, it is shitty, shitty, shitty. Yeah. Because it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, for sure. And there's no, no part of me that would want to hear that story from my child. I wonder, I wonder like what the, the connection between both generations and the mouse are. You know what I mean? I it's, it's, it's one thing to be visited by an entity, even the same entity, but for, for it to come across exactly the same, it's fucking weird. Well, they, they do theorize that there's something to do with bloodlines and the type of blood. Um, it could just be that it could be a family of being marked. Yeah. You know? And it's not the only thing John's told me about. He's told me about uh, seeing shadow figures where he lives. Uh, He's the other day he was telling me about, I might get it wrong, but he's like, I stepped outside and it was like something was breathing hot sulfur into my face. That's not good. No, that's what I said. I'm like, well, that's just, that's just bad news all the way around. Yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. No. I remember a couple years ago, I woke up one night or one morning and I woke up super tired and uh, something else happened. I can't remember. I don't know if I had a nosebleed or if I was bleeding from my mouth, but I also smelled like sulfur. That's that weird. was That was pre my job now where that's kind of normal. Right. So, 
That was strange. But whatever. Whatever. Psh. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so John says, his wasn't exactly the same, but very, very close. Yeah, that's weird, man. It is super weird. Yeah, it, I mean, and it, it could just be the way, like, either the way it presented itself to each of you specifically or the way that you remembered it, you know? Like, because yeah, I feel like if I, if I ask, if somebody asked me what Mickey Mouse looked like and somebody asked my kid, there would, there would be subtle differences just because when it True. was impressionable to me and when it was impressionable to him, the cartoons were different. Not well, totally different, but different enough. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't That's know. Creepy, I'm ready. It is terrifying. John, but man, John dips his toes in some weird shit too. He, he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? He definitely does. <laughs> so some of that might be, you know, because of himself there. <laughs> John, John's a good sleuth, man. When we talked about good old Cemetery X for just just a hot minute, and it wasn't long. Probably what two weeks? Oh yeah. John's is like sending us pictures of the Witch's Bridge and shit. Yeah, he's like he had a weird long. encounter there. Yeah, you know he he was using that uh, what you call that the spirit box or whatever, and it was basically telling him to leave. Yeah. Not to go any farther. And then they did. And it just stopped talking to him. Like, oh, well, what happens next is on you. <laughs> uh, I am actually pretty much ready to go there. To cemetery? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go. We got to get some cameras first, though. That's fine. I got yeah, to get some cameras. And then I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty straight on going have, and doing some weird stuff. We can have Dylan cause a distraction. It's true. So the cops won't show up. Just cut his other leg with a grinder. He could rob a donut store or some shit. Yeah, with a grinder. He would. He's probably listening right now. <laughs> Strange road. Cemetery X is blowing up on our TikTok. It's ridiculous. I looked at that TikTok and they offered about seven different cemeteries for Cemetery X. So that being said, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I was in there creeping, creeping. There were some right people. But there were a lot of wrong people as well. <laughs> I don't think it's impossible to find, but no, it's supposed to be extra sketch. And it's, from and what it's I tricky. understand, it's pretty there's, there's, there's a plot twist at the end. Once you figure out, like, oh, this might be it. There's one extra little... Where you where it could throw you for a loop there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just yeah, do a I'm, live I'm show. Do uh, a live show from I'm there. Down. That would be awesome if we could figure that out. Yeah, that would be sick. I'd do it though. I'm I'm was, just kind of beyond the point of caring. Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's gonna make it's gonna make good internet for sure. One way or another. Right. <laughs> What else? Oh, I saw some crazy freaking reels on Instagram. Have you seen the one where, um, I don't know, somebody said it might be LiDAR, but I don't know how LiDAR works. But they were there was a 
video of a plane flying over at night and it had one of you remember the stupid green lasers that were appearing over uh hawaii well i just right before the balloon came through right i saw a video of a plane flying at night and it had the same type of green laser coming from the bottom of it well you're crazy (laughs) but i love i love where the donations go for this the hell can we know that's epic Dude, my that first off, thank you because yes, holy shit. Second off, Dylan's been on it, sending me pictures of El Caminos all the oh, time. That's a good call. Dilmo could definitely hook us up. Hell yeah! I'm saying, I'm I'm dead serious. If we can find, and I'm worded using that, and it's got to be a El Camino. Like that's just <laughs> that's so good. It's so good. It has to be a Hell Camino. I would, I would one hundred percent buy a Hell Camino for the podcast car. Oh, that's that's gonna be 100%. it. One hundred percent. That's gonna be it. Oh, no, that, that would be so fucking giant cool. fucking Dogman versus Sasquatch murals on it, and oh, it'd be so cool. Fairy circles, and it's gonna be legit. And then we then we got to find a sweet camper shell for Put it. Put a fucking camper shell on it. That's what I was just gonna say. Have Rob Zombie build it. He probably, uh, you know, I feel like he'd probably get behind it. That would be so awesome. I, I would like be so stoked. Uh yeah, yeah. Hollow the El Camino threw me for threw me for a loop there. Whew. That would be so cool. Oh, Rod's fishing adventures in here. Hey, hey, hey Burton, local legend guy. Burton's in here. What's going on? I'm so happy to be back and doing this again. Me too, man. Me too. It's like a, it's like a reunion every week. Yeah, I just I I legitimately missed it while I was on vacation. I just kept wanting to work. <laughs> That's true. Dylan did. He has been sending me El Caminos with camper shells. So, <laughs> my guy, <laughs> my guy. That means we, we got to start getting some serious banks so we could buy a sweet El Camino. That means we got to get proton packs. Well, we naturally, capture the ghosts. Naturally, they'll fit. They'll fit in the camper show. Yeah, hundred percent. So I want a couple T-shirts and some stickers. We got it. Yeah, yeah. This is why we're the bastard sons of the paranormal. No one will ever take us seriously. No, especially That's if we pull up though. at El Camino. I feel like that's more of a reason for them to take us seriously. No, not at all. What if I cut my hair into a mullet? Then yes. Hmm. hmm. That, that yeah. That would definitely. I would definitely take you serious. I'd be like this mm. guy. He might not know what he's doing, <laughs> but the what sure. he does do, he does it with all seriousness. Yeah. Sorry he, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's he's sure of himself. We're not sure what he's sure of, but he's sure of it. Exactly. Hundred percent. It's getting long in the back, so we're, we're getting I'm about, close. I'm about to shave all my hair off. We're getting close. Going the opposite direction. That's that's kind of that kind of that? adds up, that? right? It's getting pretty 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 trashy. We like trashy. Uh, yeah, I I just own it. It's just where where I'm at. Hey Maynard, thank you. Oh hell yeah! What's up, Maynard? Great job, brother. Hope you're doing good, brother. Yeah. 
a mullet, wife beaters, and jewelries. I have a terrible, terrible sunburn picture where I was out doing landscaping, and I didn't think it was as hot as it was. So I was just wearing a wife beater tank top, and I just roasted, roasted. Love it. For hours. Except for those two little straps right mm-hmm. on the shoulders. Trap straps. Yeah, been there too. It was terrible. Been there too. Absolutely terrible. I hated myself. For so what's some weeks. what's uh, what's some weird shit you've heard in the past week or so? Anything? I don't know. I man, I was so sick. Like two weekends ago, the weekend you guys first left. Mm. I think I got COVID again. I didn't take a test because I feel the same fucking way every time I get it. Right. And I was pretty much in bed all weekend. That sucks. Then I had that work test in the middle of the week. So I was focusing on that. And then come Friday, I got started feeling shitty again. And then it hit me this weekend with the stomach flu. Just boom, 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 boom. But like I said, it worked out perfectly because... You were out of town. Right. So we didn't really miss any time. If I had to pick two weekends to be sick in a row, those are the two best ones. Yeah. <clears throat> but I saved, man, I was saving some stuff to my Facebook or some shit. I can't remember. I was just in a sickness induced haze. Yeah. That's, I understand that because it does suck. Especially yeah. when you get all pukey and all that garbage. Yeah. I was not having a good time. No, I can imagine. But uh, I guess we could talk about our possible uh, little platform switch that might be coming up. Uh, We're probably going to be switching off Podbean before too long. Um, Probably going to go over to Red Circle. Got a lot of friends on Red Circle. Uh, Eric from Uncomfortables over there. And everybody seems to like it quite a bit. It shouldn't affect any of the podcatchers or anything. But uh, we've been in talks with them. They sound like uh, they're pretty willing to treat us pretty good if we go yeah. over there. So, also, also, probably here. So everybody, be ready. Be ready. Be ready. But I'm thinking most likely within the next week, probably week, as long as I can find the time to button up some things. But the stores should be open. In about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to have oh. Steve Steve go through the website with me, uh, clean everything, you know, make sure everything's legit, see if he wants to add, subtract anything. I got a uh, fuck ton of stickers. Yeah. I got my wife to help me with a couple of the shipping things that I don't quite understand. And then we're good. So we'll have right Call off the rip, we should have shirts and stickers in there. Official cult merchandise. Yeah. For all of you. Yeah. So be ready. That's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot, of been... people, a lot of people ask about it. So finally getting around to it. Yeah. Kyle's been putting in a lot of work and everything squared away. We're getting the whole, we should be pretty close to getting all the business side fucking lined out and then we can just create content. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Hopefully we'll get out and about and get to some, uh, conventions this year i know there's quite a bit going on but uh the more i think about it the more i love going out there and being able to meet people and just kind of hang out and kick it for a little bit it's a good time oh yeah for sure 
It's a good time. Clever. Clever people. <laughs> you clever people. <laughs> I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I'm not arguing it at all. At all. What about the chat? What what's what's some some paranormal weirdness anybody's been running into on there? I know there's been I've found a couple uh, new declassified documents. I don't know how new they are, but they were new to me. So I usually pop them right over to the Patreon for everybody to take a little peek at. What about the Holocult Festival? I'm not going to say we haven't talked about it. I mean... Like a hollow camp. The bigger we get, I would say it's probably going to be inevitable. Yeah, because the cult members are going to demand it or uh, there's going to be a mutiny. Right. Is that and what you call mention, when cult members take over the cult? Is that still a mutiny? Well, uh, it is when we when we talk That's about true. it. You're right. You're right. Uh, and if we're, you know, we've, we've always been kind of in cahoots with Tony and Tony's talked about doing the same thing, which we kind of seems like we kind of have an automatic invite, you know, for the time being. But uh, also, he's got a no yeah. pressure, Tony. <laughs> uh, but he's got his documentary getting ready to come out, which I'm pretty excited about because it's about skinwalkers. So, oh hell yeah, it looks pretty pretty awesome. I know he's he's got a a little uh, conference meet and greet thing he's got coming up too. I shared it on the Facebook. I can't remember when it is. It's in Washington. That, that Bigfoot one, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Everybody keep on the lookout for that. I know I'm pretty sure Colleen, I think she's going. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I think I've seen something about it in Discord about how she's going. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's Twi- awesome. Twiz is, Twiz is the bouncer. He's ready to go. <laughs> Dudes. Really? You're supposed to not. Acknowledge that. Back. Inbox you on Facebook. I'll have to check it. Like I said, I've been kind of out of it this week. Right on. Um, Hollow Sky Vape Juice. What flavor would it be? Monster and Monster and Camo. Camo. <laughs> I love that. There's I've... not enough. There's not enough Camo flavor. No. Anything in the world. I agree. Fact. I 100% agree. Oh, yep, there's Colleen, April 6th. Man, that's coming up. I didn't realize it was that close, to be completely honest with you. <clears throat> yeah, that's because he said he wants to link up with us again. Uh, but I was on vacation, so that kind of messed that up. And then he said that he had, he said he was going out to Washington to do documentary. But for some reason, my brain was thinking the other Washington, Washington, D.C. Oh, that, I'm like, what? That'd be a different, hell is he going there for? A different documentary. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, paranormal truckers in here. What up? Oh, he's had the flu too, man. It's been going around, bud. Oh, thank you, dude. Oh, hell yeah. Let me pop that up there. Thanks, Johnny. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Interesting. Interesting. Um, oh, that's fucking weird.
Lady I'm talking to said she was in a hammock with a friend stargazing when she saw a man-shaped TV static being in a peripheral. So she ran inside and her friend followed. They both described the same thing. Where have we heard that before? Dude, I know, I know. Yeah, static heard. beings we had just, yes. it wasn't yes. that long ago. No, no, it wasn't. Which is, I don't know, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where have I heard that? Dude, I know we talked about it not too long ago. Yeah, we were talking about it on the show. I'm trying to think about what shows we've done. <laughs> I've what, got... is, what is camo flavor? Um, I'm going to say caffeine, nicotine, derby car exhaust, and probably indigestion. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday night. And, and cherry and cherry Coke. Cherry Cola. You're going to get a cherry Cola flavor on there. Oh, Brother John. Brother John. John. 20, 20 spot. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. You got to be ready for him, too, because when we go out on trips, John's definitely in, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to get weird. I'm curious about the combination of John and Dylan. That's going to be good. I think that's going to be a whole different show. Probably be a whole different show. <sighs> Hollow cult. How much? How much weirdness have you experienced in the last two weeks? Because we're about to open these lines up. It's been thirty minutes. We've been sitting here, just Jack John. So we're ready, ready to roll. It is getting man. There. They are obs- they are f- obsessed with your feet today. They're not anything glorious. <laughs> that is a humble man right there. Sorry, guys. I wear steel toe and work boots <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> Actually, while I was out in Arizona, my wife was trying to get me to get a pedicure. No, no luck. No, I'm like, that's stupid. I need, I need all the rough edges on my feet. Cause if not, my boots will just eat my feet up again. It might've changed. It might've changed your life. Anybody <laughs> that wears work boots knows exactly what I'm talking about. But you are correct. When's Kyle's Kyle's only fan launching? Hey man, one step at a time. I got I'm building the website. I've I've been dealing with Red Circle. Uh been just, in Arizona. There, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a small one. Maybe we could just do a do a candid foot cam that we can put on OnlyFans, the Kyle candid I mean, foot cam. At the same time though. Am I too prideful to sell feet pics? No. 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 If somebody legitimately wants to pay me for a foot picture, I will send you a picture of my foot. <laughs> That's if 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 the Hollow Cult in the Discord does not quote that verbatim, I'm gonna be real disappointed. <laughs> real disappointed. All right. Good Open times. the lines or not. Let's see here. Yeah, I think we what should do, do it. What do you want? I think we should do it. Yeah, let's fuck it. Let's get weird. Cabal. Steady move. over, steady move. over a hundo here. That's awesome. Bunch of. That is awesome. Hopefully we get to five million. Oh, that'd be sick. I Dude. would quit my job. We get we get two hundred in the chat. I'll unleash this magnificent Ooh. main that 
is made for podcasting. It is. I have a haircut for radio. I, I like I like your long hair. It's it, it suits is, you. It's, it's its own entity. It suits you. It's, Just like Brother John. I like Brother John's long hair. I figure I can't grow a good mustache in. I got this little snot trough right here that won't grow in. So I might as well grow it on top of my head. Oh boy. We got a we got, we got a, a live one. We got a local calling. We got a live one. He's a local. Uh-oh. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, what up? Not much, not much. I figured I'd uh call in with that uh Ouija board. Yeah. Experience. Hell yeah. So there's actually two of them. They happened within just a couple months of each other. So this is back when I was like 21, 22 years old. And uh, me and a bunch of friends were out at uh, Sin Night, Service Industry Night. It was basically a bunch of restaurant workers getting drunk on the Sunday. And uh, I'm in, I end up talking to this woman when we go back to her place. And we get in there and she's like, you want, you want to do a Ouija board session? And, you know, I'm just like, sure. And, uh, the red flag probably should have been when she just grabbed a piece of white paper and drew out a Ouija board and grabbed her own special glass, which had frosted images on it. Yeah. I'm going to say, told me not to be there. I'm not going to say you missed the warning signs, but I missed the warning signs. There you go. <laughs> right. Right. right? So uh, we, we sat down at her little uh, dining room table kind of thing and, you know, no more than three feet tall. And we're going and and this is all, you know, typical Ouija board stuff. I mean, the, the glass is moving around and she drew this thing so perfect that if it was on one letter, it wouldn't be on another one. Like she knew what she was doing. And uh out of nowhere, the glass slings off the table and hits the wall. But it hits the wall at what would be my eye level, which is six foot. <laughs> so like some big energy you're dealing with there, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real big energy. And I mean, and in, in in order for her to have done it, she would have had to have like rolled her hand and thrown it up. And that, that did not happen. And so we just, we, you know, we just kind of stood there, sat there or whatever. And we're like, what the fuck's just going on? And I don't know, it was probably, I would say close to 15 minutes. I was just like, well, this was fun. I got to go. I don't <laughs> want anything coming with me. Goodbye. And I, and I left. And that was, that was the last time i had anything to do with the spirit board ouija board kind of thing uh, i can't blame you there yeah yeah i and wonder then, if, if there's any more significance in creating your own i feel like there could be yeah if you're putting more intent into it yeah then, yeah for sure i'm thinking well, i mean probably yeah she had she had said that it's it's a better connection. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, she was like, I don't, I don't use a board cause I, I prefer this way. It's a better connection. I have my own glass instead of a planchette. 
I I hundred percent. I can get behind that. I can I can definitely yeah. get behind that. Yeah. Makes you wonder how many times she's done this. Like probably quite a few. Yeah. I mean, literally, like if you were to just grab a sheet of white paper from a printer and make a board within like a minute and a half. That's, that's it was done. That's like she did this a lot. Pretty intense. Yeah, and yeah. especially for the results that happened, like you at first you almost think it's some type of like cheesy parlor trick where you're like, okay, come on. You're using a piece of printer paper and then it harvests the results that it did, and you're like, Well, okay, maybe yeah. there's a little something more to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna say you missed the red flag. Some people like to swim in hurricane season, you know, you just ignore them, you just go for it. But now now you've learned yeah Yeah, that's why i haven't messed with uh any kind of thing like that since yeah that's i mean you you guys know about the whole the whole thing with the the kid specter and the the ouija board that that was supposedly used before there and i've told you guys numerous times like if we ever want to go investigate something i am not messing around with the ouija board i'll cover myself in salt and sit in the corner (laughs) Hell yeah. I respect that. Yeah, for sure. That. Uh there's that once again that uh what's that damn I forget the name of it now. The demon podcast. Oh, Exorcist, Exorcist Files. Files. Yeah, yeah, they had one on yeah. uh Ouija boards. Yeah. Yeah. That was a wild I, story. I've missed uh have they been putting out new Yes. Oh, I've missed it. Yeah, the new one's called Infest. Yeah. Yes though. I don't, I don't want to mow your lawn here, Kenneth, but I'll gladly give you a shout out if you're cool with it. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, so the homie's starting a uh, pod of his own. Oh. Be on the lookout. Called the Creaking Ropes of Destiny. We're getting, we're getting stoked for it. So as soon as that drops, we will definitely let you know. Support the Hollow Cult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I should be getting all of my equipment in mid next week. So. Awesome. That is that is that. awesome. Yeah. Another comrade in the fight. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. And then so the other thing that happened, and, and like I said, these happened within a couple of months, right? So I, I had some friends that were in a, a metal band, and they may have allegedly gone to a rundown insane asylum here in Iowa and taken some video footage for a video. Right? Definitely metal. That is pretty metal. And, yeah, right. I mean, it was great. And we're all sitting at a house and we're watching this footage. Uh, my buddy, had, he, he took the video and he was mixing all the uh, the audio into it. And we watched it. And then we all decided we wanted to go there. And and they're like, well, we, you know, we, we probably shouldn't because it was actually taped off and had major warnings about asbestos. But there's a house. You know, they're like, there's a house that's up on the hill that's run down. So, like I said, allegedly, <laughs> we may have gone out there and, you know, we, we, you know, this house, trees are growing through the windows. Like it has not been used for a long time. It was um, 70 some years since the insane asylum had closed. 
and we're going to go go through it. There's about seven of us. We took two carloads up there. And we get in on the first floor, and I just got a feeling. And I was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to go sit on the car. So I literally, like, walked out and sat on the car, and, like, 30-some minutes they're in there. And I'm I'm just chilling on the hood of the car, smoking cigarettes. And the, the other, like, six people come walking out onto the front porch, and they all stop and stare at me. And they say, how the hell did you get out here? And I was like, I, I, I've, I've been out here the whole time. They're like, no, no, you, you were you were with us. We all saw you walking in all the rooms with us. Like there was a doppelganger of me that once I left, followed them all around. And they were all like, we all thought it was kind of weird you weren't saying anything. Which out of all of us, I was the one that was like most into that kind of stuff. And, and um, yeah, and the whole way back, the carload I was in, they were just like, no, you were in there. You had to have been in there. I'm like, no, no, I wasn't. That's terrifying. That's serious. Like that's, that's definitely a paranoia of mine. How do Ever we know we're doing... talking to the real Kenneth? Right. You don't. Solid. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said that like not a creeper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, it was the same question uh, two weeks ago yeah. with with the doppelganger thing. It was like, I don't even know we're talking to the real ones. Like, you maybe don't. right. The whole holocult is just doppelgangers. Let's hope so. That would make a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, ever since we I did the the Waver Hill Sanatorium episode and hearing about those encounters, that dude, that is so creepy, so creepy. I I just don't even know what I would do. Well, and, and it's like, so there had probably been numerous, numerous times that I may have allegedly gone out into the rural areas in Iowa and gone into abandoned farmhouses and whatnot and just poked around. But this place, as soon as I walked in, I was just like, no, no, not me. And then being, and that happened, like I said, within a month or two after the whole Ouija board, experience thing and to have all that happen yeah that is weird yeah it's weird but at the same time it's kind of not where you're kind of like well I mean it kind of makes sense now yeah it kind of goes with the flow well but... yeah it, it it's weird but it's uh it seems to almost be you know par for the course yeah. the, the, the way things <laughs> seem to go you know 100% it, but anyway dude I love you guys. Night shift rocks. Maynard is home. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. I saw that. And I will I will get off of here and let somebody else get in on this night shift. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Good to hear from you, Kenneth. Oh, oh, you're welcome, bro. Yeah, we'll see you, man. See ya. Ah, that room. Was it the that trickster episode I did? With the uh, military unit where the th- the thing kept coming out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. We got another one. Let's go. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. 
Oh shit! You guys actually answered. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, real quick before I start, uh, I'm a firefighter and I'm on shift, so if I get a call, I'm gonna have to cut it loose. Understandable. But, but uh, I uh, to preface this, my wife and I both have always had a uh, pretty strong paranormal understanding, always growing up. Uh, she saw shit growing up. I heard shit growing up, and uh, I guess that all culminated when we got when we got married. Uh, everything started about 15 years ago for us together. Um, she started seeing shadow men in the house at night, waking up at three o'clock in the morning. Um, and there's there's a shit ton of uh, details that goes into this. So if you want more, I'd be more than happy to provide um, uh, like EVP recordings and shit from investigations oh, wow. that we've had done. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, dude, it's fucking sick. But uh, so it started with the shadow men. Uh, then about six months later, it progressed. Uh, three o'clock in the morning, she woke up, and there's this kid standing in front of her, like nose to nose with her. Um, scares the shit out of her, and she tries to punch it, and it goes away. Well, it would wake her up about probably four times a week, and then it started doing the same thing to me. Um there were times where I'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning and it sounds like there's fucking kids toys playing in the, the living room. The TV's on full blast and shit. You walk out into the living room and there's nothing fucking on. So I'm like, Oh fuck. That's weird. I was just dreaming. So I go back to bed next night. It wakes you up again. And, uh, then all of a sudden it's, it wakes you up. And about a minute later, my kids in the other room start screaming. Um, Meanwhile, the kid wakes my wife up, and about five minutes later, she gets back asleep, and she wakes up, and there's the shadow man standing over. Um, we dealt with that for probably seven years. Um, all through those seven years, we've had uh, priests and pastors from every religion we could think of um, come and bless the house, and uh, each one of them gives us you know, different kinds of uh, theories on what the fuck's going on. Um, we've had sage burnt in the house and each time this, this shit happens, it would give us relief for a couple days and then it starts right the fuck back up. Um, we move out of the house in 2015, uh, and it seems like everything's fine. Uh, no, no more shadow men, no more kids waking us up. Um, we move into my new house in 2019 and about a month into the house it's a two-story house you can hear creaking upstairs and i attribute to just you know the house settling but the weird thing is you can it almost sounds like footsteps that you can trace through my bedroom upstairs um i was like no that's just the, the fucking house settling you'd, you'd hear it like at night watching tv downstairs my kids look at me i'm like no no dude it's it's the fucking house settling and then I give my wife the side eye. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that was. Um, about a year ago, uh, my wife started seeing this shadow man again. And it's always either standing in the corner of the room or standing in the, the doorway. Um, she said that there was a couple times that when it was standing in the corner of the room, it like rushed at her, but disappeared before it touched her. 
Um, and then last week, my wife said that uh, she saw the little boy standing in front of her again. Um, yeah. Um, the uh, the shadow man has always given her this feeling of dread. It's like every fucking shadow man story you hear. Uh, the feeling of dread, like this thing is just fucking intensely angry. Um, but this little boy doesn't give her that feeling. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, uh, it's just weird. Um, also, so I'm a ghost doc on the Discord. Uh, about a month ago, I posted uh, uh, my Nest doorbell camera that caught uh, uh, this figure appearing across the street and taking like 20 steps and then disappearing. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fucking nuts. But uh, yeah, we, we did have uh, investigators come to the old house. Um, They were a sister branch of um, the, uh, the taps TV show. Oh, wow. Ghost Hunters. That's awesome. Yeah. Out of the Yeah. They were out of Daytona. Uh, when they got to the house, uh, it was the main investigator, his wife, and their assistant. Well, the dude's wife gets out of their car. She looks at my house, and she's like, I'm not going in the fucking attic. Damn. Uh, <laughs> the lead, in, lead investigator's like, uh, why? She's like, I'm not fucking doing it. He's like, all right, whatever. So uh, I have probably five EVP clips uh, I'd be more than happy to send you guys um, for sure <laughs> that'd be awesome it's, uh, yeah uh, I won't tell you what they say I'll let you uh, let you listen to it for yourself and see what you guys think that'd but, be that'd be awesome but it makes me wonder like <laughs> was something attached to your wife uh, so I don't I don't know um the, the the town that we live in, uh, it's a smaller town about, I don't know, 45 minutes northwest of Orlando. Um, legend in the town goes that it's it was built on Indian burial grounds. It used to be a, a Seminole tribe village. Um, the neighborhood that she moved into when she was a kid uh, was legend to be one of those grounds. Um, the house that her dad had built was built brand new. Uh, it was a two-story house. The whole top stairs was a living area, and the bottom, the bottom floor was uh, pretty much unfinished. Um, so they would turn the bottom stairs or bottom floor into like a, uh, like a party area, you know, a big TV stereo system, a gathering area. Uh, well, they would wake up in the middle of the night and the, the fucking TV is, is on full blast or the stereo is on full blast and they'd have to go downstairs and turn the shit off. Um, that happened all the time. Uh, and then as you go back up the stairs, both my wife, her two sisters, and her brother say that it felt like something was chasing you up the stairs. We've all had that shit growing up, but you know, the, there's something different about that feeling of something actually fucking being there. Um, there was, uh, there's a story of her mom washing dishes upstairs and out of the corner of her eye, this girl crawling up the stairs, fucking ring style, hair going down into her face. 
It gets to the top of the stairs, stands up straight, stands there for a couple seconds, and then runs towards my wife's room as she was a kid. Um, that was good shit were, out of me. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, her mom runs to her room. She's like, what the fuck were you just doing? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm doing homework. She's like, no, 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 no. I watched you crawl up the fucking stairs like a weirdo. She's like, no, wasn't me. That's gross. <laughs> I don't know if I could yeah. do that one, man. That one would creep me out. <laughs> yeah, just the whole the whole kid apparition thing creeps me the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah. Like you're, Autumn, you're saying like right in right in your face and waking you up that I don't even like terrible. it when my kids do that. Oh, dude. <laughs> They're it's, it's about like two seconds away from getting popped. You know, because that's, that's one you. thing. So, yeah, uh, you know, nose to nose, you open your eyes and see someone else, someone else's face. It's going to freak you out. Oh, yeah. Um, well, it got to the point where as my son, my oldest son grew up, he's probably five or six at this point. Uh, he wakes up my wife and she does what she normally does and puts this motherfucker in a headlock. Well, it's my son. And uh, he screamed, Mom, Mom, it's me, it's me. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. But, you know, this shit happened all the time. Well, we started ignoring the kid um, closer to the end of living in that house. And it got more, I wouldn't say aggressive, but more urgent and trying to wake us up, I guess. Um, That just standing there wasn't waking us up anymore. It started to shake the bed. Um, it would like fuck with the sheets or fuck with your feet. Um, it would try to pull your pillow and shit like that. So So I'm not, I'm not sure if that entity was trying to warn us of the shadow man or, um, warn us that something was trying to fuck with our kids. Um, I never got a, like a bad feeling from the kid. It just was there. That's what I was going to ask is if maybe the kid was the, he's the prelude, like he's the warning to what's about to come. That's what I'm thinking. Cause he always yeah. preluded the, the shadow man waking my wife up. The shadow man's never fucked with me. Um, it's, huh. it's always been her. That's weird. Um, yeah. But there, in, in the investigation, there is another entity in the house and it's a, a, a female. My wife never saw her. I did. Um, but the, the female didn't like my wife. Um, and you, you'll hear one of the uh, voice clips that I'll send you guys. It's crazy. I'm I don't excited know, like for it, the EVP. It makes me, it makes me think just so many different things, man. But it, it throws the, it throws me for a loop because it follows you. And if it was just in a house, it would almost make me wonder if like, and this is probably going out on a limb, but it'd make you wonder if like the, the shadow man was a dad the kid was their kid. Then you have this um, wife that's in there too. Like there might've been some murder suicide situation. Like a residual haunting and they're wondering yeah. who's in their house. Right. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I was worried about a residual haunting at first. Um, we had the investigators do like a full background on the house. The house was built in uh, 1981. Um, there were no deaths reported in the house. Um, no suicides, anything like that. No murders. Um, so there was nothing attributed to that house. Now, if anything happened on the land before the house was built, such as, you know, like Indian burial ground type shit, um, you know, back in the old days, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um, now, I will say when I did see the the female figure 
the one time I saw it, she was like in a, a light blue, um, almost like a little house on the prairie type dress, um, which were lend more credence to the past life type shit. Um, but yeah, the, the shadow figure, I don't, we, she never has gotten like a fatherly figure uh, feeling from it. It's always just like a, a fucking hate you type feeling. Um, did, um, did it, uh, did the hauntings in the first house, did it occur pretty much the entire time you were there or did it just come out of nowhere? No. So, um, it was probably my wife bought the house, uh, a year, two years before we got married. And then it was about two years later that all the shit started. Um, oddly enough, it all started after we had watched paranormal activity. The the first movie. That's Um, that's a little ironic. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. What's even more fucking ironic and strange is, do you remember in the movie where this demon lived specifically in the house? I want to say the attic. The fucking attic, right? Because yeah. they they traced the little chicken footprints back up into the attic. Dude, that yeah, that's that 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 scene scared the, the living shit out of me. God, and this this is what scared the shit out of me. The day that everything started for us, um, I was working uh, early morning, so I'd get up at four in the morning, I'd get ready for work, and then I'd, I'd go to work. Like I'm in the bathroom, it's four in the morning. Uh, I come out of the bathroom and my wife's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, what are you talking about? I just got out of the bathroom. She's like, no, you're pacing around the bed. You've walked around the bed like seven times. And why are you fucking wearing your work boots in the house? What are you talking about? She's like, you're stomping around the bed. Stop. I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, babe, go back to sleep. <laughs> okay, whatever. Mind you, I'm not wearing my work boots. I'm barefoot. So she calls me at like, 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning uh my son is my oldest son is probably 18 months at the time uh i answer the phone and she's like there's something in the house i'm like well then fucking hang up and call 911 she's like no 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 there's something in the house it's like what do you mean she's like i'm me and my son and our son were laying there in bed and something opened up the closet door uh, we had the scissors tile closet doors where it, you know it hinges open in the middle. It slams open, and my son sat up and he's like, "Mommy, what was that?" She slammed his head back down on the pillow and covered both of their heads with a cover. And she's like, "It's nothing." Door slams back shut. Well, it's a small house. It's eleven hundred square feet. The only way into the attic was through that fucking closet. Oh gosh, nope. So That's we, disgusting. We, nope. <laughs> No. We had just watched that fucking movie and this shit happened. Dude, that's weird. It's it is so weird, man. I just I don't know. The whole the whole encounter is weird. The fact that like it tapered off for a while too, like between 2015 and 2019. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Um we had lived in this house for probably a year before anything even started, but I mean uh, we yeah, lived in the so old strange. house for a couple of years before anything started then too. So um, I don't that's know. Um, 
it's like, I don't even want to say it because it makes me feel gross, but it's like it's following you, but it takes time to find you. Right. Right. I don't know. That that gave me chills whenever you were talking about the closet door. I don't like that. Yeah. No. No. So after I after I got some balls and, and finally went up into the attic to you know have a look around, uh, there was n- nothing in the attic. Uh, the only thing I did find was a gift bag. Um, that was, I don't know, probably a, a twelve by twelve gift bag uh, with a melted candle, not like you know burnt melted, but it was sitting up in a fucking hot Florida attic. Um, so it was all like wilted over and shit. Um, and then a what else was in there? It was a uh, like a costume witch's hat. That's, that's it. Still sus. gives me a yeah sus. a little little bit yeah. there a little bit. That's so that's so weird, man. Um, and the, so this is the first time I've ever told anybody like outside of family and friends. So uh, I'm leaving out a shit ton of details, um, but I, I will send you guys the uh, EVP recordings. Um, they they had probably 26 hours of uh, audio recordings to go through and sent me, I think, nine uh, recordings that they thought were um, legitimate. But yeah, I'll send you guys those recordings to uh, have a listen to, and I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about them. Awesome, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you for yeah. sharing the story. Uh, yeah, if, it's, if, if it's still fucking with your family i hope it chills out yeah i've, I've contacted uh, a couple other people uh trying to see if i can get some guidance on uh you know what we can do because i mean it, it doesn't mess with me like i said it, it mainly messes with her and I, i'm just not cool with that so I, yeah i gotta find something to feel that to squash this shit that's weird man but uh yeah you guys uh you guys stay weird and I'll uh, talk to you guys later. All right, man. Yeah, you we'll do the see, same. Yeah, stay, stay safe, safe, safe stay out weird, there, brother. Absolutely. All right, Hollow Cult, that's your call. Wild, wild. Help wild. a member out. Yeah, There's no doubt. Shit going on. No doubt. <clears throat> uh, did okay. So M heard that too. I I heard that going on when he was talking. Did you hear that, Kyle? Yeah, he did say he was at work. Oh, true, true, true. He's a he says he's a firefighter, right? Yeah, that might, yeah. that might have. So that would be my guess. Good call. But it was maybe rhythmic. not. Like it was pretty much the same time all the time. So, but I did hear it because I'm like, hold up. That's yeah, nice. I heard it too. I definitely right. heard it. But that is, man, dude. I couldn't imagine being plagued like that. It's so bizarre that I. I don't feel like it's geographical at all because they moved there and it was cool for a few years. Then it kicks in. Then they move. And like the time before they're in where they're like in between, like I'll just call it permanent residences from one house to their, to their next house. Nothing goes on. Right. It's almost like, what if it's, what if it's a, an artifact? I saw a bunch of people talking about it in the, in the chat and they just have it put away in storage until they move to their permanent home get it back out and it just starts starts building energy and after about a year here it goes could be i just i don't definitely know definitely could weird. be 
Yeah, I don't know. Then you think if it was personal attachment, it wouldn't matter where they were at. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's uh that's a hard one. It's weird. Yeah, I can't. I don't know why it would, and then why it would spring up right after they watch that movie, unless it has like it. It almost makes you feel like it has some type of um, tulpa ish vibe, right? Like, like, because yeah. it came from the attic. It came after they watched that movie. Like. I don't know. Like it was just trying to. Like they were thinking about it, and then yeah, just, you just gave gave more energy, more energy, more. Maybe energy. yeah, maybe, and maybe it picked up on that fear and wanted to to exploit it, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Uh, oh, John's John's asking, how big was my dream demon? Uh, big, because it had to duck through my door to look into my bedroom. So say probably, I don't know, eight feet tall. Yeah. John did tell me about that. He said he had a, a pretty wild dagger to try to fight a demon. He's fast though. He's fast. Yeah. John did say he got his ass beat. He lived, he lived, but he got annihilated. (laughs) I did see, oh, speaking of, since we're in between calls right now, a bunch of people were talking about the God's left hand story, right? And there was a bunch of people that said, um, I'll have to try to dig through it and properly present it, but I'm pretty sure I caught a couple where, like, the last fight, basically, for Judgment Day is going to be held in Africa. Like that that hmm. geographical location. I thought that was interesting. And then on top of that, Tony's recent episode, for me personally, almost halfway tied into that. Like they were one in the same in a weird way. Like because this this lady's on and she's talking about the mothers of darkness and what have you. And uh she mentioned she like she brings up a lot about like the the final the battle and all this this bizarre shit that just was like man it's like two pieces of the puzzle right here they're just looking at each other it's so so and the timing's weird right because it's our last episode and it's his most recent episode and i don't know it was it's just something about it it. dude something about it makes me feel like they're connected in a way really bizarre it is strange i'll have to listen to it yeah i would because like i I said pick up on some it feels like it's connected. Could be a hundred percent wrong, but I feel like it's connected. I'm, yeah, I'm still trying yeah, to figure she was, out. She was talking about the devil's attempt to basically break into heaven, and they had he had like what was it, guys, uh, alpha and omega soldiers. Like they were two different. Uh, it was crazy. Like they, they would use our souls to kind of like piggyback their way into heaven. Like they would, it was almost like they'd infect us. That way they could piggyback their way and break into heaven. Oh, I was really, really weird. I'll have to check it out. It was, it was, it was decent. 
Cheryl, no, Tony is the host of the confessional confessionals podcast. Yeah. Eric, Eric is the uncomfortable podcast. Yes, correct. Check them both out though. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. It was an interesting story. Interesting story to say the least. I was, I was listening to ghost doc tell, tell his encounter as I'm sitting there listening, it really did just kind of feel like we're sitting around a campfire with our friends talking about weird stuff that has happened to us. I was just what was that again? I said, as Doc was telling his encounter, I was sitting yeah. here thinking that like, this really does feel like just hanging out with my friends, listening to weird shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, here we go. We got another one. Let's go. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Yeah, this is Bert. What's up, Bert? Bert what up, bud? Hey, guys. Kyle. What's up, uh, man? Glad you made it back. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm very jealous, by the way. <laughs> I saw that you were by the Superstition Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, he says, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Us. Just awesome. Anyways, I was talking in the chat about a house that we had ha- uh, rented a few years ago that was haunted. Okay. And, uh, so... They told me I should call in. Anyway. Let's do it. <laughs> we were looking for a place because we were renting another house that's quite small and, you know, family's getting bigger. So we found an ad in our local paper for a house that was for rent. Fairly cheap. So we decided to drive by the house after we set up an appointment to go, you know, rent this, um, you know, check it out, see if we wanted to rent it. And we pulled up to this house. It's huge. It's like an old Victorian style house. And we're like... Well, this must be misinformed. This must be like a half apartment on upstairs and the downstairs must be an apartment. Because this house is way too big for the price that we're looking. So we go in there. We meet the lady. She's super nice. And she's like, no, it's the whole house. So we're like, oh, perfect. So we, of course, decide to rent it. And right away, like... It was nice at first, and it still was a beautiful house. Uh, I remember I was shoveling snow outside on the front step, and I had my daughter with me. She was in her snowsuit. And (laughs) I turn around, and Cassie and Jaden are both standing on the step. It's very cold out there. They're like basically still in their pajamas, and they're like, you need to come in the house. So I'm like, what? What's going on? And they're like, you need to get in here now. So okay, and the basement of this house, it was where the laundry room was, and they said we went to go switch over laundry, and we opened the door. We get a few steps down the, down the stairs, and there's a growling in the basement. Don't know what nope. it is, but something is down there. Nope. So I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> that's yeah, and they're like, it freaked them out so bad they were standing out in the freezing cold waiting for me to turn around so they could get my attention. They're like, I ain't going back in the house by myself. So, okay, so I go in there, I check the basement. I don't find anything. Nothing's in there. They're like, it was a loud growl. Something was down there. And I don't know, like, who rented the house before us, but on the master bedroom upstairs on the door, somebody had carved into it a swastika. Not a big one, but enough to 
realized, hey, that's a swastika. And uh, <laughs> they did the landlord special where they painted over it, trying to build up some paint on it, but you can still see it. So I'm like, that's weird. But that's like that room started to get scratching in the walls, like behind the walls. It would move up and around like something was either in the wall, but it didn't happen all the time. But whenever it did happen, it was very weird because it sounded like something was going to break through the wall at some points. So we're like, okay, that's freaking weird. But the most memorable thing that happened there for me was we had a dog at the time. He was a, like a part German Shepherd, Border Collie, beautiful dog, pretty big dog. And I was sleeping on the couch that night. I don't know why, but I was when I fall asleep watching TV or what it was, but the dog was right next to me. And I wake up to this loud freaking boom. And what it was was the basement door had opened up on its own and slammed shut. I jumped probably about a foot. The dog jumped about, you know, a foot. Like the dog is up looking around like I am, like what the hell is going on? So that happened, but it didn't, that wasn't the only time it ever happened. The door would open and slam quite a bit. It got to the point where I had taken a knife and shoved it in the, what am I thinking, the trim of the door so that the door wouldn't open up on its own in the middle of the night. It's kind of shimmed it in there. Yeah, I just kind of shimmed it in there, make it so that the door was not going to open on its own. That's... Yeah, there's Dean. <laughs> What's up, Dean? <laughs> oh man, uh, I, uh, yeah, it's that's weird. I keep thinking about the uh, carving on the door. I see some people in the in the chat saying that that could be uh, some sort of uh, protective symbol as well, like a Hindu protective symbol, like if they're trying to protect protect the house, carving in the doors. So I mean, I guess it was technically a peace symbol before the Nazis took yeah, it over. Yeah, just kind of stole it. Either either way, that's some yeah. pre- either pretty negative energy or pretty positive spiritual energy. So you, yeah, I don't I don't know that growling is very positive no. in my book. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, if, if it is, that's well. a very uh, confusing way to come across as positive, my friend. We need Angrily to reevaluate. Positive. Yeah, <laughs> we need. Positive. We need to reevaluate your approach here. I want, man. I don't know. But yeah, like it makes basements you think are sus out. anyway. But <laughs> growling basements. Yeah, oh yeah, that, I'm I mean, not I'll, going down I'll there. go into one for the show, but I won't go into one as as <laughs> like a pastime. Right. All right. That like, makes sense. That probably would be there. Oh, yeah, no. I remember being in the basement doing laundry and stuff like that. You know, it felt like somebody was watching you down there. It was always kind of a creepy feeling. It is like, the worst. I thing. usually like basements, especially like a finished basement. You know, I'm like, hell yeah, put a pool table down there. But this was, I don't know, there's definitely some kind of energy down there. You can just feel it while you're down there. Yeah. It's weird. You got, so, yeah. you got a lot of weird, weird, a lot man. of weird stuff that follows you around, Bert. This is a, this is kind of a common thread for our uh, <laughs> for our our people. The weird yeah. just kind of follows us all around. It's true. I dig it. Right <laughs> here with all my people. It, you know, it makes life interesting. That is to say the least. That is <laughs> a fact. 
to say the least. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, Steve. Thanks, man. It was Kyle, eating my ass. Oh, after last weekend, I, I thought you, I had it whipped. I know you said you were miserable. Yeah, I was pretty. It was pretty yeah. rough. And then I started feeling better because, like I said, I had this. I was testing for an advancement at work, so I was kind of focused, hyper focused on that. Took my mind off of it, and I got that out of the way. And then just as soon as the next weekend kicked in, it was just wham right again. I'm like, uh, oh my I'm god, feeling, I'm feeling yeah. better now. Knock on wood. That's good. Heck yeah. Bird, bird, All right, guys. I'll, uh, <laughs> that was Ghost magnet bird. Uh, you know, like I say, it makes life interesting. That's true. It I, gives I, us gives us something I to talk about, it. man. True. Just I don't know. I kind of I, I actually I wanted to go back because I still live in the same town. I want to go over to that house and see about the people who live there now and be like, hey. Is that door slamming on its own or what's going on? Oh, with that? <laughs> Do it, but just nonchalant. Be nonchalant about it. Be like, listen, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> have you heard any demonic growls from the basement? Yeah, if the you basement haven't trying to eat you, if you haven't, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, exactly. If there's nothing me, going there's... on, forget I mentioned it and then right. just walk away. Does it sound like a demon's trying to bust through your master bedroom wall up there? Right. Yeah. As another oh. one's growling and kicking in the basement door. If not, don't worry about it. Forget I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop off some sage for him. See you guys later. Yeah. Some Florida water. <laughs> You're gonna need this. This is a care package. Just wanted to walk you <laughs> to the neighborhood. We've been here for a few years. Well, that's your problem. Anyways. Uh all right, guys. I'll let you go so you guys get somebody else calling in. All right, big guy. Yeah. All right, later, guys. Later. Stay safe, bud. I really, well, I, I really do just legitimately love talking about weird stuff. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I wish, like, I know, like, we are chronicling all these via media, but like, I, I almost just want to write them all down. You know what I mean? Like, have everybody's like a hollow cult ledger. Well, that's why I'm, I'm kind of going to start doing that on the website. Hell yeah. To a degree. I mean, you know. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hi there. What's going on? Oh, well, I've kind of been off and on whether I should call in or not. I uh, flipped a coin and decided to call in. But I don't know. You guys kind of got a trend going on. Do you find hearing a uh, UFO story? Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So this... um took place in the Yakima Valley, I want to say a few years back, I'm not quite sure, in Washington State. Um, I was working at McDonald's at the time, and they basically came over and said, hey, guess what? Night shift isn't showing up, so you're staying here until they get here. So, all right, whatever, who cares? Extra, you know, a few more hours. Anyway, I ended up staying, you know, a few more hours until around 10 at night. You know, they show up, I get off, I start heading home, and I live in the next town over. Well... Um, there's two ways to go. You can take the highway or the back roads, and I'm all for the back roads. So I ended up going down there, you know, normal drive. This is my life, you know, kind of in the routine now. Well, as I start heading down this road, there are these two orange lights that come up real low across the road. And they kind of come across, and I'm like, huh, that's neat. I didn't know they cropped us at night. And it took me a second. I'm like, well, you can't really crop us at night. So, um, 
I just drove by them. They came across the road, you know, they were off doing their thing. And I kind of stopped and thought to myself, I'm like, well, um, you know, <laughs> that's really weird. Let's check this out. So I, you know, popped the UA, came back around and these things were out in the field, not too far away. Kind of just going about, there's two orange dull amber lights. And I'm kind of like freaking out. I'm like, you know, I don't hear helicopters or Chinooks out there. The Yakima Firing Center is nearby. It's this large military training range, basically. Um, and I'm just watching them. Like, I don't know what these things are. Well, eventually, they kind of meander over in front of me back across the road. And at this point, I'm losing it. I'm, you know, hearts racing. I'm freaking the fuck out. And um, I get my phone out. I start recording, you know, and looking at this thing. Well, as I, like, put my phone to the windshield and start recording i look up and i see all these stars above me it was you know clear night and they all start to move i don't know if you've ever seen close encounters the third kind i think you know when they do those sky shots and the stars are moving it looked like that and then i look back down at this object or this thing and the lights are now parallel with the road coming towards me so i kind of have a you know realization i'm like well i can drive forward and continue towards town and i'll be safe like nothing's gonna hurt me or i can turn around and head through the back roads and i'll be home a lot quicker and but i'm gonna be alone with this thing so i make the decision to go ahead and drive past this thing so i throw my phone in the passenger seat i throw it in first and i gun it <clears throat> and as i gun past this thing i kind of look out the window to see what this thing is a little closer and it looked like a gray triangle against a black sky and it it looked kind of like a not a chevron but like an arrowhead it had its rear was kind of you know tucked in a bit it wasn't a complete triangle and its point followed my vehicle as i drove past it so i was flipping out i was like what the hell is this um and i drove along past it and into town racing there like i was freaking out and i get into town and i think i'm like i can't go to work and tell everybody <laughs> i saw this thing in the sky so I'm like, I need to get home. So I take the old highway and start heading down uh, to my house. I, I just can't drive. I'm freaking out. So I pull over and I stop and I get out. I'm like trying to catch my breath. <laughs> I look back from where I just come. And this thing is over there and it's corkscrewing up into the sky and gaining altitude. And I was like, okay, so I, I, you know, this is not time to play around. I'm not out of the woods yet. So I hop back in my car and I drive home, you know, kind of collecting myself getting my thoughts together and i ended up getting back home and i hop out of my car and i look back up in the sky and sure as heck that thing is still there just flying along at a much higher altitude now mind you and it just kind of went over overhead i don't know how, i don't know what i could gauge in elevation but it went overhead and it just kept heading about i guess south southeast through the yakima valley into the next county i guess but i watched it until it left the horizon and <laughs> that was uh that was it for that. And I mean, some weird stuff happened after some of which I don't want to talk about one of which has kind of started occurring recently again, which is bugging me some, but anyway, that's basically the story. Uh, that's a good cliffhanger there. Um, how, <laughs> well, how, I mean, big, okay. how big would you say, how big would you say this thing is if you had to like estimate how big the craft was? Um, I would have to say probably, I don't know, the size of a car, maybe when I first, when it came across the road in front of me and when I drove past it, it was about the same height up. I would estimate two telephone poles high. 
Um, it wasn't like high up in the sky and it wasn't like touching the ground, you know, it was in the middle somewhere. I'd say about treetop level, if I had to guess, but it was about the size of a car. It wasn't humongous or large, you know, it looked, my guess after looking into all this stuff, it seemed earthly. I don't know if it was one of these prototype vehicles that we have or something. It made no noise. It, it did have exterior lights on it, but they always, they seemed to change from when I first saw it to, you know, driving under it. You know, they had two bright orange amber lights and I drove under it. It had several sets of lights, kind of like, I don't want to call them landing lights because they were small and they were dim. They weren't like bright and glowing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, uh... Anyway, the, the, <clears throat> a little bit of the history of the area too, not too far away. Um, there's a nuclear reactor in the 1940s. They started to enrich uranium into plutonium there. And there's accounts of these things <clears throat> being cited in the area from like 1943 all the way up through 1947. Um, in the same valley, uh, Kenneth Arnold, you know, had his famous sighting near Mount Rainier and landed in Yakima Valley as well. And, you know, he's from the area. So it's kind of like a hotbed, not a hotbed anymore, I'd say, but I guess a progenitor of some of this activity. I don't know. But I don't, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't be able to keep my composure. Because and then I, like like your your entire experience there, the fact that like you you consciously made a decision to drive towards it, which is uh, well, <laughs> pretty interesting. <tough>. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm shaking, and I don't know if I could hear it in my voice, but I'm I'm absolutely like you know shivering right now just thinking about it. I was on on the fence about calling and talking about. It. I had talked about this account recently, actually on Discord. On your guys' Discord, and <clears throat> I flipped a coin and it landed head. So I called in. So here you are. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah. No. I'm glad that it came to our benefit. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But man, I, I, because it, it would, it would scare the living hell out of me. You know, I'm, I wouldn't lie. The fact that it goes all over that, because I know exactly where my brain would go. I know what my brain would think. I would think it's UFO. It is alien, and that I'm in, I'm in a, not a good place. And at the same time. Even if you were capable of being rational and you were like, oh, no, this is just some type of prototype. There's still that thought in the back of my head that's like, maybe I'm not supposed to be seeing this prototype right now. I'm, and I'm curious yeah. about the yeah. the stars, the stars being manipulated. Yeah. Where was like, where well, was the craft in response to to where you were seeing that? So if you could just imagine a road let's say a straightaway, right? There was, this is an agricultural area of the lower valley. And there's, yeah, I guess an open field on one side was cows and the other side, I think was corn and a house, someone's house lived out there. So this thing in relation to me was about, if I had to guess, 75 yards in front of me to the right side of the road, you know, two telephone posts high, tree top level. And when I was recording it, I kind of leaned forward and pushed my phone up against the, um, the glass of the windshield and when I did that, I kind of looked up and it was above me. So above me in the sky at the stars, that's what I saw moving. And they're moving towards this thing. They weren't up real close. They looked like stars. I mean, they um, they weren't any different. They weren't like giant UFOs. It was just, they just looked like fake stars is what I call them. You know, it was really weird. That's I don't know so what they weird. were, but. That is so weird. Yeah. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. I've never told this anywhere besides your discord and family um, eventually. But uh, it's just it's just been bugging me a lot. And so the thing that occurred after this, um, you know, it because this kind of started my research into the subject in my area or in this area. 
And so I would be in bed with my ex at the time and um, there'd be flashes in my room like someone was taking a picture. It just happened random times of the night when we were awake, we'd notice it and it would be kind of weird and alarming. Well, this eventually tapered off and stopped. And I was kind of happy that it did. You know, it was like someone took, you know, a flash photo at your window. And I was pretty happy, you know, nothing. But eventually, as years go on, I was thinking, well, am I insane? Like, did I just imagine all that stuff? I mean, I can't ask my ex about it. We're no longer together. Um, but I just kind of figured like, oh, well, well, maybe I was imagining things, you know, it's a long time ago. And as of like a month ago, I want to say the same thing happened at my father's property out in the countryside with all of us experiencing it. This flash occurred like three or four times outside and it was like bright, bright. And it was like a light switch being flicked on and off. And none of us saw where it came from. None of us saw the source, but we all went outside. Well, me and my father did to investigate. We found nothing. There was nothing out there. So I don't know. It just bugged me. And that's why I was like, I should, I should (laughs) tell somebody. I don't know. That is Yeah. And I, I haven't heard anything like i haven't heard any other shows or anything anybody bring up you know flashes of light at all in encounters though oh i have Uh oh i I 100 have uh uh that actually happened to me and my wife when we had when we both saw at three o'clock in the morning an orange ball out the window she thought somebody was shining (laughs) a light same thing she she thought somebody was shining a light in our bedroom, and then, and then, to add on top of that, Steve, what happened in Sir No Face? Do you remember? Sorry, yep. Do you remember whenever yep. the room would light up? Bow bow. Yeah, I Bright don't know. Light. I don't know if you if anyone has watched. Uh, there's a documentary that uh, Chad um, Kalik. Kalik made called Sir No Face. And it was a ghost investigation that this ghost team did in Australia. And it goes completely off oh, the rails. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. But they they have evidence of, of exactly what you are talking about. They are in this building yep. with no power. There's there is no power going on. And there is a there is a light source that is producing itself in this room. Flashing on, flashing off, flashing. They can't on, even figure out where it's coming from. No, they they yeah. have no idea what's going on. They get it. They captured on camera, and I didn't even make that connection. But also in the Andrews family haunting, whenever whenever things started to heat up, they they talk about the dad thinking it's lightning, but he said it's like someone flipped a switch on. Yeah, that's exactly how he described it, and would flip it back off before all this would take off. That's uh, man, that is weird. Very weird. Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys shared that information. You know, I've, I've, I've listened. You know, this this whole encounter sparks my jump and plunge into the paranormal. And all I've heard, I think, um, Strange Familiar is one of their first first episodes talked about Earth lights, but that's that's something you know that's not in the same realm. You know, right? Um, but anyway, I think well, you can. I'm glad, find... I'm glad you guys let me know. Yeah, I think you can find the there's a series of three that Chad put together. There should be a fourth one coming out. The first one's called Sir No Face. The second one is Sir No Face the Gray. And the third one is It's like Phantom Riders. Phantom something Rider. like that. Something but like that. It starts out one Crazy. way. And as as it starts to evolve and morph, the whole the whole scenario is just out yeah. of bounds. I'm i I've been 
kind of half trying to get Chad to get a hold of him, see if he wants to come on the show and talk about it. But it is it is weird. And when once Kyle brought that up, like they have they have like dude, dude, it's video exactly what you described of, of of exactly what you're describing, where it fla- like the light flashes on and flashes yeah. off in the room. I was going to ask. Yeah. You can answer this if you want or not. But the night that you saw the craft, did was all your time accounted for? Yes, I am. So, I grew up like my father. He listened to Art Bell, and I I watched like when I was younger those what are they UFO files on like History Channel and stuff. Yeah. That was as much as I knew. But I was able to account my time um, when I got home because there was a moment when I got home. I kind of stood outside my front door and was like. I can't tell my family about this. You know, I, you know, I checked the time I knew what was going on. So nothing was out of the ordinary there as far as the encounter and what I had done. But, um, God, that's kind of spooky. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you guys were like, Oh, I never heard that before. Oh, well, like, um, it's, so it's I mean, like I all these puzzle pieces that you like need to take and try to put together. It's, it's weird, man. Well, I'm glad you didn't have any missing time because yeah. when you told me that you had like the, you were inclined to park and get out of your car once you started heading home. I'm like, man, that's not, that's not good. No, no. <laughs> but I mean, the the way I could describe it was, it was like, I don't know if you ever, well, it was like, it was a mirage. Like I was, I was having trouble seeing and it was, it was, I was, I thought it was up to fear, like adrenaline. I've never been that fearful. I've been in other instances where that would, you know, I would have an adrenaline reaction and be afraid, but nothing was like that. I've never felt that way before, but you just, I've just felt sick. I felt horrible. I just couldn't drive. I literally couldn't drive. I was like, ah, this isn't safe. I'm going to crash. Um, so I pulled over and got out of my car to kind of catch my breath. And that's crazy. It was just a thing. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, man, it almost feels like something wanted you to get out of the car. <sighs> I, well, I never thought that. <laughs> I mean, but there was no, I mean, never yeah, mind. there was no, uh, there was yeah, no, there was no mind speak. There was no like, you know, message transmitted. There was none of that. There was, you know, no inclination of anything. That's why I'm kind of, I'm, I'm more, um, so there are photos taken in the Columbia River Gorge of this object flying near Portland or Troutdale, somewhere in that area. And it looks exactly like what I saw. I tried looking for them recently. I can't find the photos. I'm sure if I do, I'll throw them up on Discord, whatever. But yeah, please. Anyway, Definitely. yeah, let me know. <laughs> you guys want me to hop off here? I know you guys probably need to take a few more calls. Oh, it's okay, that, buddy. But, yeah. Thanks for calling I, in, man. It's really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. That is, that is wild. I'm still trying to figure All out right. the whole like star manipulation thing. That's fucking weird. Anyway, you guys take it easy. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, yeah, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Man. Dude, it's weird. Dude, I don't know. That's a weird one. Hopefully, hopefully he's I all was, right. Yeah, I was thinking of you when he talked about the orange ball and the flash of the light. Yeah. And then I then I thought of the Andrews family again because weird that we have two two absolutely different stories that kind of tie back into that whole juncture but i didn't think about sir no face i need to watch those again man yeah i saw uh, troy in here said that chad had been super sick lately i guess yeah i saw that on instagram man that's i think uh, he's recovering though i think he's recovering at least last time last i saw man that is wild it's wild i love that he left it up to the coin as to whether or not he's going to call in really interesting it is really fate. interesting. Fate sent it. It is fate. 
You want to take one more? Yeah, sure. We right. we missed out last week. We'll take another yeah. one. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hey, boys. It's Mountain Man CJ back for a third time. Let's go. What's up? Got a real quick one for you tonight. All righty. Hell yeah. So this was uh, March of this year, I think. Uh, my grandma came to town late last year, and she met up with some family friends. They needed a house sitter. I got volunteered. So I don't know these folks, but I went over there, house sat for them, day and a half, just one night there. So I don't know the history of the house. I don't know anything. But I slept in their spare bedroom that they just had, you know, laying around. I think it was for one of their kids that had moved out. And I slept like a rock all night long, totally out. Didn't dream at all. And when I woke up, I was chanting 13 minutes, 13 seconds, 13 minutes, 13 seconds with my voice. And I freaked me out and... I stopped, tried to figure out what the heck it meant, and that you know that was that. Wow, that's uh, weird. That is weird. That is fucking weird. <laughs> it it freaks me out, man. Because of course you know the unlucky number, and I'm in some stranger's house and some stranger's bed, and I wake up chanting like I'm a cultist. That. <laughs> I, I, sometimes I have things that I can like go back to and like try try to connect the dots, but I have got nothing. Me either. On this one, Me I want to look up. I want to look up if there's any significance to 13 minutes, 13 seconds. Hey, maybe, maybe I got cursed. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, I hope you're not. I hope it's not a curse. Well, but, you know. Uh, Curse, curses manufacturer, Hall's guy, night calls. That is, that's fact. That is fact. <laughs> I don't want to have to sacrifice the Hall of Cold for calls, but, you know, 13 minutes there. Has there, okay, let's, let me, let me rewrap my brain around this. Has you, have you had any other, like, has 13 been significant in your life in any other uh, forms or ways? Have it, has it stood out before outside of you just knowing it being like a, the unlucky number? <laughs> Well, I I don't know if it's something that follows me super hard. If anything, seven follows me a bunch. But, you know, it's always there. Like my favorite football player wears 13, that kind of stuff. I'm not really big into uh, synchronicities or numerology or anything, so I don't really pick up on that. So maybe. Interesting. Interesting. I was just curious if it had a specific tie to you. Or if it was more yeah. tied to the house and the person you were house sitting for, which sounds Definitely the sounds house. the case. Yeah, sounds the yeah. case. The the thing that wigs me out is the time units, like thirteen minutes, thirteen seconds. Why would it be time instead of just the number or uh, I don't know, wait, something like that, or thirteen months or years? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Like, I've got nothing. Man. I've got nothing. So you wake yeah. up chanting like a cultist and then you end up in the hollow cult. Mm. <laughs> the irony. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to do a little digging because that's weird. See if I can't find any significance. And if I yeah, do. And the, 
Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. If I do, I was just going to bring it up and talk about it again. Okay. The the other thing that pointed out to me, I know I'm going long at oh, uh, the the rhythm of it was very specific. There's three syllables each. And I was really hitting them really hard. 13 minutes, 13 seconds, 13 minutes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That would scare the shit out of me. That would scare the shit out of me. That is weird. I, That's now, all I, I wish I like I wish I was into like numerology and all that. Any okay, Paul yeah. Colt, listen. Any any numerologists out there, we need we need some 13 minutes, 13 seconds. Break that down. I see Kenneth in here. It's 793 seconds. Break it down for us. Let's figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah, science my cult chanting. Hmm. Somebody'll figure it out. Somebody smarter than us. Yeah, I'll be here for it. But uh, <laughs> thanks for all you guys do. Thank you, buddy. Yep. Thanks for calling in. Heck yeah, Mountain Man CJ's out. Yeah. Later. Stay safe and stay weird, brother. Stay weird. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. That's so weird. What a so night, weird man. You guys brought it tonight. Dude, I was uh, that all of them were good again, man. You guys did not disappoint. You never do. No. No. But I was extra excited today. Same. And I know you can't tell it because I'm just a walking shell of a person after being sick, but I'm was so stoked to do this and <sighs> awesome. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready to get the ball back to rolling hard. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you all. And it's good to be back hanging out with our weird friends. Yeah. I got a got a cool interview to try to schedule between me and Steve and a listener. Hmm. Supposed to be pretty good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Possible possible Stardust Ranch type shit. We got a new one? Yes, sir. New area? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, Somebody who wants to share their story with us. So we gotta get that set up. Man, I've been dropping F bombs like crazy. We're gonna get kicked off of YouTube. I wish nah, it happens. Um, but again, it's good to be back. Hollow Colt. It's good to have you all here hanging out. Um check out all our fellow content creators. We got a bunch of people in the ump it up. I know I saw our dude Troy in the chat. He's yeah. uh, putting together a uh horror audio little podcast audio thing going on definitely check Which it out i it's love into the abyss uh he's getting that off the ground and kicking go check it out kenneth's got his things going we got burton um paranormal trucker was in here strange road was in here we had just tons of good people absolutely so support independent spooky content creators what helps the weird world keep moving but again thank you all for hanging out with us thanks for being awesome in the chat you guys are wonderful and until next week stay safe stay weird and hollow sky is a cult <laughs>